And welcome back to Truth From The Heart with Travis Sullivan. So glad that you have tuned in today as I continue talking about why life is such a precious gift and that all lives matter and that our faith is secure in Christ. And I ended the last episode talking about how our faith is secure in Christ and we as believers can rest assured and know that nothing or no one can take away our faith. And I did have another couple of verses that I wanted to have in that section, so I'm going to get to those right now. And again, I encourage you to tune into part one of this episode as I talked about several different things and how when we come to know Christ, we are a new creation in Christ, how God is the creator of life. And then again, I started talking about how our faith is secure in Christ. And here's something that I want to say about coming to know Christ and how our faith is secure in Christ, and that is 1 John 5, 11 to 13. And again, I read from the English Standard Version, 1 John 5, 11 to 13. And this is the testimony that God gave us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. And that's pretty straightforward right there. And that's why I said I really believe that a life without Christ is a wasted life. You're just wasting your time here on earth. It's so important to pray and ask God to show you his will for your life and to find your purpose in life. Because God has got a purpose for all of us. No matter how big or small it may be, God has got a purpose for every life. And our lives matter to God so much that he gave Jesus his only son as the payment for our sins. It may be one of the first verses that you learned. It may be one of the only verses in the Bible that you know. It's one that's used quite often, but I don't think that takes away from the power that is in this verse, and that is John 3.16. If you know it, you can say it with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. God loves us so much. He gave us the greatest gift that he had, his only son, and Jesus gave his life at Calvary. And that's something I, I want to briefly mention. I don't want to harp on this too much, but since I've heard pastors say it, then I need to cover this as well. And that is Jesus gave his life on the cross. He did not lose it. And that is backed up by John 10, 18. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my Father. Also, John 15, 13. Greater love has no one than this, that someone would lay down his life for his friends, which is exactly what Jesus did for us. Jesus gave his life because giving your life, I think, is so much more powerful than losing your life. And that's why it is so important. Jesus gave his life on the cross so that we could have eternal life. Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's why I've said I think the greatest act of love is the cross. Did you hear what that verse said in Romans 5, 8? God showed his love for us in that while we were still sinners. So Christ died for us before we even ever sinned. He paid the price for us because he loves us so much. He loves us so much. 
and something that is important uh, about inviting Christ into your life and something that's important to understand and to accept. Again, as I've mentioned several times before, the first episode that I did was on pride and the issue of pride in our lives. But this verse goes along and it's one that's going to, that I think you have to put your pride away and say, look, we are all sinners saved by grace. And I'm talking about Romans 3.23 that says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All have sinned. That means you. That means me. That means the nicest person that you can think of. That means the worst person that you can think of. There is no sin that's over another. There is no person that is better than another person. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And that's why works will not get you to heaven. Because then the argument would be, well, how many good works do you have to do before you can get into heaven? What's the bar? What's the standard? There is no standard. We're all in the same field. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But the thing that can get us that gap, that thing that can get us to Christ or that can get us to God is the cross. The cross brings us to it bridges that gap, so to speak. I hope I'm not getting too deep or too theological. I didn't want to do that in these episodes, but I just want you to know that in God's eyes, one life isn't more valuable than another. And that is pretty humbling to think about. But I think that sometimes we as humans think that. And I'll talk later on, probably in the next part of the episode, all about abortion and why abortion is definitely not biblical and why it's it's very disheartening. Because again, as I just mentioned, In God's eyes, all lives are the same. All lives matter. And something else that's important to understand is that God's love is unconditional. There is nothing we can do that will make him love us less. Let me say that again. There is nothing that you can do. There's nothing that I can do that will make him love us less. Now, think of somebody in your life, somebody that you're close to, and maybe they hurt you. Maybe they said something that was hurting. Maybe they did something that hurt you. And you say, your love for them changed. Maybe you don't love them as much. Maybe you don't love them at all anymore. That's not how God works. There is nothing that we can do that will make him love us any less. He let his unspeakable gift hang at Calvary in his son, Jesus God loves us so much. And that's why I want to keep hammering home that point, because as I mentioned in the last episode, many who already know Christ, you're going to know pretty much everything that I'm talking about in the first part of this episode. But for those who don't, and I just want to reassure you, God does love you no matter what you've done, no matter what lifestyle you're living, no matter what you've said or what you think, God loves you and he always will, but he wants to be the Lord of your life. And this is also something that is very powerful to think about. And that is that it was love that kept Jesus on the cross. Think about it. Jesus could have called down every angel from heaven to rescue him. But he loved us so much that he stayed on that cross and he completed what he came to do. And that is to die and be the penalty for our sins because he loves us so much. Now, There is something, and maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't, called the sinner's prayer. And I'm not going to lead you in the sinner's prayer, but, and and there's a reason for that. And I found an article that talked about the sinner's prayer, and I was going to do the sinner's prayer, and then I started reading this, and I said, well, that's true. And I, I don't want there to be a misconception about anything. 
And that is, I think that sometimes, and again, this is not the case all the time, but I think that some think that, okay, you know, if I say the sinner's prayer, then I'm automatically saved. I think it's got to come from the heart and it's got to truly be a heart change. You can't just say, okay, Lord, I want you to be the Lord of my life and then just continue to go on and live your life the way that you've always lived it before. You know, not reading his word, not going to church, treating people the same way that you were treating them before. I think it takes effort on our part as well. And that's why I I don't want to just make it seem like that the sinner's prayer is just a catch 22. There are some steps that you have to take in order to ask God to be the Lord of your life or that you need to take. And I'm about to go over those right now. They're called the ABCs of salvation. But that's why I didn't want to lead you in the sinner's prayer. And I will post the link to that article in the description of this episode so that you can read about it. And again, if you want to find the sinner's prayer and if you want to pray the sinner's prayer, that's fine. But just don't get this idea in your head that, okay, I've said the sinner's prayer. I'm saved. uh, I'm good. I don't really need to do anything else because that is definitely not how it works. That is the very basic step of asking Christ to be the Lord of your life. But then again, there's a lot more that comes after that. And so there is a pastor that I listen to in Hawaii. His name is J.D. Farag, and he is an amazing man of God. And he has something called the ABCs of Salvation. And again, I will also post the link to his website so that you can read these yourself. He also has a part of a sermon that he did where he talks about the ABCs, and you can listen to that as well. And I didn't want to play the whole sermon or the part of it because, again, I've got a lot still to cover on this topic. And so and I will post that link there. But I do want to go over what the ABCs stand for. And the A stands for admit that you're a sinner. As I just mentioned, Romans 3.23, we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That is, I think, the first step is to admit that you are a sinner and that you need to be saved. And this is where the godly sorrow leads to genuine repentance for sinning against the righteous God. There is a change of heart. We change our mind and God changes our hearts and regenerates us from the inside out. As I mentioned on the last part of the episode, we are new creations in Christ when we come to know Christ. We are essentially born again, not physically, but we are spiritually born. The B in the ABCs is believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died for your sins, was buried and that God raised him from the dead. You have to believe in your heart that Jesus died for your sins. And this is trusting God with all of your heart and trusting that Jesus is who he says he was. And then finally, the C is call upon the name of the Lord. And this is trusting God with all of your heart that Jesus is who he says he was. And every single person who has ever lived since Adam will bend their knee and confess with their mouths that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. And there is a verse, I mentioned it, I believe in the last episode that I did. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And those of us that know Christ would say, I have absolutely no problem with doing that. I do that every day when I pray. I thank God for for never changing, for loving me unconditionally and, and just being the Lord of my life. And so my encouragement to you today, make Christ the Lord of your life. I guarantee you, your life will never be the same and you will never regret the decision. Find a Bible teaching church. And you might think, well, most churches are 
I thought most churches teach from the Bible. You'd actually be quite surprised. You need to find a church that is rooted in the Bible, that the pastor is speaking from the Bible. He is actually telling you what the Bible says, not his opinion or that he's not tackling the tough topics that we have in our daily lives. That is the kind of church, that's the kind of pastor that you need in your lives. And you can find a church near you that shares your beliefs and you can can walk alongside you as you begin your journey of faith. And just know that when you come to know Christ, the church may let you down, but Christ will never let you down. And that's why some people that have been hurt by the church, okay, you've been hurt by the church, the people in the church, but you've not been hurt by God. Because again, God does not hurt us. God loves us. And if you are here in the DFW area and you you need help finding a church, again, I just encourage you, email the podcast, truthfromtheheartpodcast at gmail.com. And I can help you look for a church family here in the DFW area. I would love to do that. If you're not in the DFW area, if you're down here in the Bible Belt in the South, there are plenty of churches I'm sure that you can choose from. And just do your research. Find a church that supports what you believe and a church where they really are rooted in their faith and rooted in God's word. Try not to get too caught up on denominations. I know there are some denominations out there that I definitely would not recommend that you join, but you need to find a church that can help you in your walk with Christ. And also, I want to mention this and want to be clear on this. This is not a plug for the station that I work for, but I have found this section may be very useful to many, many people. And I work for the Word 100.7 FM here in Dallas, and we have a special section at our website called the Grow Your Faith section. And it has a list of websites that you can go to, and there are different resources that can help you grow in your walk with Christ. And you can go to the wordfm.com, the wordfm.com, look for the faith and family tab, and then click on the grow your faith button. And you will see a list of those resources there. And again, these are websites that have resources that we believe can help you grow stronger in your walk with Christ. I've still got lots more to cover. That was my pitch really to those who didn't know Christ. So coming up, on the next part of the episode, I'm going to sort of shift gears and talk to those of us who who do know Christ and really just to everybody and talk about the importance of life, some misunderstandings of life. I'm going to talk about the issue of abortion and how it is a social issue as well as a political issue. So I hope you will tune in to the next part of the episode. Just as a reminder, you can email the podcast, truthfromtheheartpodcast at gmail.com. Let me say a quick prayer and I will close this out for today. Lord, thank you so much for the gift of life and thank you for your unconditional love that you have for us and also thank you for sending Jesus to die for us to be the payment for our sins I pray for those who are listening to this today that don't know you that they will ask you to be the Lord of their lives I know their lives will never be the same again and Lord I ask that you would come into their lives and that you will walk alongside them as they begin that faith journey And Lord, I just thank you for all of the blessings that you have given me in my life and just for just being for never changing, for always being the same day after day. It's in your name that I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Truth from the Heart with Travis Sullivan. Remember, Jesus is King, Maranatha, and God bless until next time.